All right, today's episode is brought to you by House Beer. Pife, pay me, bitch. All right, Kev, we've got Kevin Liu on the podcast once again today. <laughs> um, Kevin, we had an exciting couple of weeks of NBA action. We've got a lot to talk about. So many moves. I told you it's the 2K generation. Everybody's moving teams left and right. Nobody's happy, and everybody wants to be on the next championship team or has some problem. So what was the biggest surprise for you? 2K generation. 2K Gen. Man, is, that your orig- is that your original thought, or did you steal that from someone? Trademark. I've never heard that. Trademark. That's all me. This is the 2K. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. As a 2K uh, enthusiast myself, yeah, I can get behind that analogy. Um, but yeah, going, going, if you're asking about like the most surprising movie. Yeah. Who do you think, like, if I asked you a month ago or a month and a half ago, you know, if you, if I showed you the results, who would you have been most surprised by? Uh, it's got to be the Paul George trade. Paul George trade. Okay. I just, no one's I don't think anyone saw that coming. Like I could have seen I I had Kawhi going to the Clippers, but never had expected him to like also finagle a trade and giving up that much for Paul George too. Like Kawhi to shout out to Kawhi again and Uncle Dennis had a, just amazing foresight. Masterful all year. Um I just want to do a little recap of Kawhi's year he had. I mean, he did the load management throughout the year, had a good solid season, but he kinda didn't ever really went too hard. Because he was obviously hurt, I don't know what it was, and it never really came out what he had or what he was dealing with in the in the playoffs. But had a great season. Does the you know the one year loaner rental year, wins the title, um, finagles the Lakers and tells him he's going to go there. But then so then they like miss out on a lot of free agents when he probably deep down he knew he was going to go to the Clippers. So he kind of sabotaged the Lakers. Mm-hmm. House and Rancho he Santa Fe. His, don't forget about yeah, that. House and Rancho Santa Fe. He gets his long-term deal, and then he has he did a two-year deal, so then he can do the 10-year maximum in two years from now, and he can also bounce in the Clippers if he wants. So he's given himself total optionality with, like, tons of upside with, like, um, you know, endorsements in L.A. and all the other stuff that comes with L.A. He's going to be living in L.A. slash San Diego. He traded for Paul George, or basically said, I'm not going to go to the Clippers unless you trade for Paul George as well, giving up, like, seven or eight picks. Uncle Dennis is back in L.A. now, too, so he can celebrate. And now he's – they are the favorites to come out of the West next year. So yeah. I think just what an amazing year for Kawhi. And also, he was the first player to win finals MVP in two different conferences, I believe. Yeah. So historic year for Kawhi. Huge win for New and, Balance, um, I think too. Just... New Balance sneakers. <laughs> New Balance. What a, Who's buying New Balance shoes? What I a mean, move, signing Kawhi right before all of this. New Balance, shout out. Uh, you know, I think the other thing to mention here is that Kawhi's, Kawhi's advertising ability, his brand went up so much from last year, from before he asked for the trade from the Spurs, where the Nikes offered him like $12 million over a couple of years or some bullshit offer. And he jumped, it, he jumped from that into being now, I think, one of the top players in the league in terms of advertising potential. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if whenever this New Balance deal ends, he gets huge offers if he's still pretty relevant here. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Well, we know it's not going to be. We know it's not going to be Nike, right? Because they're like suing him right now. Yeah. 
Um, who knows what's going to happen there. But, I mean, I could see Kawhi doing some, like, chocolate milk commercials. You know, he doesn't have to say anything. He can just kind of, like, sip, drink his chocolate milk, shoot a jumper. That would be better. Call it a day. It would be even better for his yeah. brand if he just starts doing commercials with companies like Chocolate Milk, and he just doesn't say shit. He just stares at the camera, puts up his big-ass hands yeah. or something. Or, like, Sprite or something. Or, yeah. Sprite. You know. I, th- I think some Sprite. He's, he's some got Sprite. some potential. He definitely needs to get on some Sprite limeade ads ASAP. Actually, LeBron kind of dominates the Sprite yeah. commercials, I guess. He's dominated that little niche. But maybe he can do, like, Coke or something. Who knows? Yeah. Squirt. I think Kawhi. Kawhi's... He was signed with, like, Squirt. Squirt. <laughs> squirt. <laughs> squirt. Drink of choice. Yeah. I think. Never. I... Maybe it's a. My, my counter <laughs> to the Kawhi, Paul George thing, uh, as the biggest surprise, would be that Kawhi, if you told me a month and a half ago that Kawhi was on the Clippers, it, it's it was almost decided all year where it felt like everybody's like, okay, he's going to the Clippers, he's going to the Clippers. He threw us off the scent early in free agency by throwing all this misinformation out there and, and kind of not sharing any information, which made people feel less likely that the Clippers would pull him off. Um, I will agree that you know, nobody could have seen that Paul George trade coming. But then again, Paul George wanted to go to L.A. a year ago, or or at least by all indications had wanted to go to L.A. And it just seems like these guys just didn't want to be with LeBron and be a sidekick or whatever. Uh, but they both wanted to go to L.A. in some form or fashion in the last year. Whereas, the- yeah, but why if he wants to go to L.A., then why did he sign like a four year deal with Oklahoma City? Doesn't make any sense. It is pretty strange. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But I guess maybe he just got caught up in the moment, you know, thinking, you know, him and Russ are going to do something big. And then when they saw that even when he's playing out of his mind good, you know, one of the best players in the league, that they weren't going anywhere. So it's the right move by him to get out of there for sure. I just thought that KD and Kyrie both going to the Nets. Like, if you told me that a couple months ago, I would never have believed it. You know, that yeah. that was a hell of a move, and I like it a lot. I think it makes a lot more sense than going to the Knicks, but, but man, the Nets, you never thought of – the Nets and Clippers landed the biggest free agents of the offseason. How fucking crazy is that? Yeah. It's definitely, like, new for the league. Yeah. It's, it's great. I mean, it's such, such – the league is in an amazing spot right now Yeah, with Canada winning the title, getting all those fans involved. Now there's more parity. There's only two like superstars on each team, or maybe two and a half. Yep. And it's going to be top heavy. You know, you kind of know who's going to be contending, but still, there's so much more intrigue with the new the new combinations of players. You know, like we haven't. There's combinations we haven't seen before, and then there's combinations that we have seen before, like Westbrook and Harden, yeah. just in a new location. You know, I'm I'm super excited to watch that those guys play together. I think it's just going to be entertaining. Yeah, they might do a lot of like ball hogging and standing around on the perimeter when the other guy has the ball. But my guess is D'Antoni will stagger them minutes-wise so that at least one of them will be in at the same time, kind of like what they did with Chris Paul. You've got to believe, too, that that's a totally different dynamic than it was however long ago, eight years ago, or however long ago they last played together. You know, it feels like maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was like 2012 that they last played together. Yeah, the early like early that, 10s, 14. yeah. It really wasn't that long ago, but it feels like it's completely different when you take into account that Harden is now a much better player, I would say, than Westbrook, whereas yeah. Westbrook at that point dominated that relationship and dominated the ball a lot more. So it feels like seeing a whole other 
duo going going together, you know, than you would have seen years ago. So that it, yeah. it, it is exciting. I like I like that I like the move. You know, why stick with Chris Paul in this situation? He's only going downhill. His contract was massive. Yeah. I the I mean, one downside to it is that you really knew what you had with that, and they were Houston should have won a finals the last two years. One of the last two years, they should have won a finals. Last year. Last yeah. year, the year, two, year I mean, two, two years, years ago, ago, they really had the two, shot yeah. when Chris Paul got hurt at that awful time. Yeah. This year, because the Cavs were weak in the finals, like they got swept by the Warriors, and it was so easy. Yeah. Like the Rockets could have easily beaten them. So yeah, that was at least one title they should have won. This sure. year, they should have pulled it off. I think when Durant went down and lost their opportunity there. But I mean, they came against a, a historic Warriors team. If they did, if they had somehow avoided the Warriors in this run, they win a title. I think. Yeah, but they had that. I mean, they had that weird thing at the end of the year where they lost that game they should have won, and then they fell to the fourth seed, and then they had to play the Warriors in the second round. So it was their own. It was their own doing. But like, I I was rooting for them to beat the Warriors the last few years just because I wanted to see a new team in the finals. But you know, they just never got over the hump. And Harden's like just standing around and doing ISO doesn't work on enough possessions. I guess it seems yeah. like. It'll work for ninety possessions, but the hundred at the at the end when he or the last last ten when he's super tired in the fourth quarter, he could never like finish a, a game for the most part. Yep. So let's talk contenders after after this off season. So Bucks Bucks are going to be back for sure. I I think that's that's even though they lost mm-hmm. um um Bo what's his name um Brogdon Brogdon even though they lost Brogdon they're going to be back. You know, Giannis has the ability to take it up another level. Raptors are out, or at least you'd think, you know, they they might make like a, a sixth, seventh, eighth seed, but they're not going to contend. Um, Sixers. We've got Philly. Sixers. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, everybody's writing them in as the, the one seed already. I'm a little less bullish, like, in terms of just like, oh, they're going to all of a sudden make the jump, because I really didn't like what I saw of the dynamic between Ben Simmons and, and Embiid last year. I'm always worried with Embiid staying healthy. And, you know, and in shape. shape. You know, Horford's a great addition. S- still a little clunky, though, you know, with that, that lineup. I didn't love – I thought Tobias Harris would be a much better fit for them, and I, I really didn't love what I saw from him. But maybe, you know, another year in their belt, maybe they figure it out. But then they're losing Redick, too. That's a big loss. And Jimmy. And Jimmy. Yeah. So. Yeah, Reddick. Do like Josh, Josh Richardson on the team. That's a good addition. So I think that kind of negates a lot of the loss of Jimmy. You know, I think his fit might be better than mm-hmm. Jimmy's was. And, and he could fill a lot of that same role. But so, it you know, it's up and down. But they're also not the deepest team. Don't have a lot of depth beyond that. Yeah, I was going to say. I was gonna say, who is their second unit? Who's on Philly's second no, unit? I have no idea who's gonna be in backup at every position. I, I no think idea. they lost almost all their team. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Mike Scott. I think Mike Scott's and a free agent. A couple others, but yeah, it might have been. I don't. I don't even know. I'm not sure. But it's then, tough to keep track of. I don't know if you of, can yeah. count the Celtics as a contender. We'll have to see how Kemba comes in and if Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown make a jump this year. You know, I. Yeah, I mean they they'll be. My guess is they'll be the three or four seed, but they're. Not, I don't yeah. think they're gonna, you know, go to Milwaukee on the road in the playoffs and beat them or oh. Philly. I just think 
they're going to be really fun to watch during the regular season, but I don't think their upside yeah. is that high this, this year. And then the Nets. But and then I the love Nets, Kemba, though. You know, there, there's a shot that – the way that I see the dream scenario working out for the Nets is Kyrie being an upgrade to D'Angelo Russell, which we can't say for sure is true, but, but you know, he – Yeah, he could we be, don't know. It could be – Neg- could be a it negative. Could be a negative. It could be positive. Some of their guys, like Chris Levert, was hurt for a lot of last year. You know, maybe he makes a jump. They've got a lot of young talent there. They could. Yeah, you know, they were forty-two and forty last year, six seed. Yeah, they could yeah. make a jump into like the three-four seed this year. And then who knows? Everybody's writing off KD for some reason, like he's for sure out for the playoffs. And I don't, I don't totally get it. Uh, based off of what I've seen from like average time between games from the Achilles tear, it's like usually like 250 days. Yeah. So I would think that would put him right in line for right around playoffs. Who knows if they'd want to hold him out, even if he could come back. But... Yeah. You know what? I even fell for that that Achilles thing because you were the one that told me, hey, it's not actually going to be that long as you think. But everyone always says, oh, Achilles is a year. Plus, you know, you're not going to be the same when you come back. Maybe it might take you a few years to come back to your you know, usual self. So I don't, I don't yeah. know the science. Or we need a doctor. That, you know, the numbers or stats say. <laughs> we need a doctor. Yeah, a doctor to. Yeah, that's that all us, I. But it seems, but I mean, all the talking heads on ESPN. Say they all, that they're all writing them out. So, so maybe they know something I don't. But that's yeah. all I have for the East. That That's the out that the outside chance that the nets could contend wait real quick real quick if you were if you were kd you were in his shoes would you play next year even you know at the end of the year let's say they get a at best they get a four seed or five seed you're playing maybe milwaukee or philly in the first round you know you're gonna play a pretty good team maybe the pacers you're gonna play a pretty solid team in the playoffs do you want to come back knowing that your team as a whole your ceiling is probably not a finals contender you know, it's tough. To, I would tough ramp to it up really call. slowly, get back, you know, and play. And, you know, if he's playing full speed in practice and playing like it's uh, game speed and he's fine, then sure. Why not? You know, because I, I don't think I think this Nets team as mm-hmm. it's currently constructed, if it has Kyrie and KD is a finals contender, especially in the East with those teams that we just named, they could beat yeah. any of those teams with that roster, you know, so. So I think he does have mm-hmm. a chance if he comes back and he has to play one of those teams of winning it all. But, of course, you know, I wouldn't rush it. This is like if he somehow blows it again or hurts something else because he's leaning, you know, then, then they're done and his career is probably finished. So you don't want to yeah, be another bogey, I mean, it's just another bogey cousins. Yeah. Um, yeah, bogey, I can't believe how little bogey signed for. It's like $3 million again. Poor Boogie just lost like $150 million and with that Achilles tear. <laughs> honestly, he was just about to be a free agent, yeah. you know. And like, he's the, he's the example of if you're a, a middle good player, if you're like, uh, like Siakam in a couple years, or um, let's see who's a good person for this example. Like Draymond Green, I think, is a good example. Get the money while you can. He shouldn't take a hometown discount no matter what. Take whatever money he can because you're one injury away from not being able to earn that money. A guy like Durant, a guy like Kawhi, Paul George, LeBron, they can afford to take chances because people will still pay them the max. Because 
because really if they weren't hurt, their value is so much more than the max that when they are hurt, they're still worth more yeah. than the max. So Kawhi could have torn an ACL this year and would have gotten the max. You know, that's what happened to, to Clay. Oh, 100%. You know, Clay is good enough where 100%. if he was on an open market and they didn't have a max contract, he'd probably be making, you know, like $35 million a year or something ridiculous, you know, or, or like $50 million a year, mm-hmm. you know. But because of the max, it kind of brings players' yeah, values sure. down. So get your money while you can unless you're like one of the top couple. Like DeMar DeRozan, get your money while you can. <laughs> that's all right. That's your job. Job advice, advice of the week. week. Get your <laughs> secure get the bag. bag. Get the bag. Can. Uh, so all right, let's go to the West, West Coast. This is going to be much deeper. This is not a top-heavy division this year. Let me okay. Let me give you the uh, the the odds to win it all for the West teams. Sure. Okay, because this is shed some light. We got the Clippers as the favorite, plus three thirty. So this is to win the t- the final, the title. Wow! But these are going to be the top ones from the West. So they're plus three thirty. So bet a hundred, oh, win three thirty. Terrible odds. <laughs> Second odds is the Lakers at four to one, and then you got Houston seven to one, Warriors thirteen to one. Nuggets 18 to 1. So the Nuggets is the one that I like the most. And I know a lot of people are getting buzz on the Jazz, plus 15 to 1, actually. Now, a lot of people love the Jazz. And I understand you got mm-hmm. Conley, Donovan, um, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. They still, you still got, you know, yeah, they still have Donovan. They have Gobert still. They have Ingles. I mean, their team is just super solid and they're yeah. well coached. But I just think that's a little bit too too low for the jazz 15 to 1 my if i had to bet i would probably bet on the nuggets 18 to 1 i like them a lot they were the two seed last year Jokic and murray another year older and with playoff experience Mm -hmm. now they kind of blew that series against portland pretty bad i think they should have been playing the warriors in the western conference finals they just they lost that game seven at home they could have won game six and they lost that like quadruple overtime game too I, and they, they also they re-signed Millsap, and they got, I think, Jeremy Grant, too, which I, I really mm-hmm. like him. So if I had to take one, I'd take the Nuggets 18-1. to 1. What about you? What do you like out of those from the I Western teams? I don't like, you to I don't like if one. you're betting preseason, I don't like taking either of those L.A. teams, even though they probably do have the best chance of winning it all. But, but just the, those odds aren't great for if you're taking a preseason favorite to win it all. There's too many teams that have a shot at it this year that are mm-hmm. that could be better than those teams. To so I, I like taking more of a flyer on one of the deeper teams. What yeah. I'm a little afraid of with the Nuggets is I always think if you're you're taking a team to win the title, you know who are your best two players because and you don't see a lot of teams in the NBA win anymore unless their top two guys are like two two of the top five in the league. With the Nuggets, you know. Yep, the Joker mm-hmm. is amazing. He is definitely up there. Well, well, yeah. well, let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. Last year, Kawhi was the one player, and then they had a bunch of role True. players around him. True. So that wasn't the case True. last year. Obviously, the last years before that has been the Warriors and LeBron and you know I, Kyrie. But I stuff. think, but yeah, it's just funny that the last I think, year. Wasn't well, I guess like then that. you have to think about you know because because LeBron's done that in the past some of the best players of all time have done that without necessarily having like an, a, an amazing second guy um but 
do you, so then you have to think about does is Joker on that level? You know, is he a transcendent player already that could be like then you need like one of the like the top guy in the league or top two best players in the league, I would say, to be able to carry your team that yeah. far. You know, so it's a little hard to see after the Nuggets getting knocked out by um by Portland this year. You know, for them to make the leap from from losing to Portland in the playoffs to beating all of these teams, beating those LA teams we just mentioned, the Rockets, you know, that and like the Blazers, mm-hmm. the Blazers yeah. maybe even better. You know, they didn't even have Nurkic last year. Oh, let me see. And they got Whiteside, yeah. who knows what that'll do, but you know. Blazers are twenty eight to one. Honestly, I think so I'm probably taking that seven to one Rockets. Uh, on just on the fact that James yeah. Harden was, you know, maybe the best player in the league last year, top two for sure. Chris Paul was a diminishing return. So who knows? You're kind of rolling the dice on that one. Mm-hmm. On on will rest Westbrook fit in? But like you said, I think they're just going to do the D'Antoni stagger minutes, and then you know when it comes down to it, you know having a guy like Harden and Westbrook you know, on the floor at once is Westbrook being on the floor is going to open up a lot for Harden, I think. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I don't like, like you said, I don't love the jazz as much as everybody else. I think they're going to be a great regular season team, but, but that just, it goes back to, to my theory on like, you know, are you, are you really rolling with, you know, Donovan Mitchell and, and Conley as your two best guys They're the, the case, to be made for them would be that their defense is going to be really great and they got they got defense and three-point shooting so with bogon bogdanovich yeah um and then those two guys and you know you could have a lot of great three-point shooting but yeah i, I think i'm going rockets oh i just sorry go ahead no rockets rockets that's my pick seven to one so you're although, going Rockets seven one, yeah. Although, I like that although, pick. And that's that's just Western Conference. I, honestly, probably the best bet for your money is I don't know what are the Bucks odds. Bucks is four point two to I, one. I, I like betting on an Eastern Conference team in this in this field because the chances of them getting to the finals is so much greater. I mean. The, the Bucks Easier, have a yeah. really high likelihood of getting back to the finals, whereas any of those West teams that you just mentioned have, are going to have to go through a lot to get there. You know, and we're, and we're even writing off yeah. basically a Warriors and, team that, that has, that will have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and D'Angelo Russell coming out, which is not a bad lineup. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do have one little nugget. Uh, if, if you're going deep value. So obviously I don't think the nuggets are going to win, but from a value perspective, 18 to one, I like, um, but this other one is dark horse is Miami heat 40 <laughs> to one. So have you heard the rumors about the trade they're out to make? No, I've been hearing in, in the, the dark, dark webs. webs. Interwebs. Dark webs. Yeah. Back page dark web slash you know what I mean. I've been hearing that the Heat are trading for John Wall and Bradley Beal. What? So I think if you throw uh, John Wall's hurt right now, but he's rehabbing, right? He could come back middle of the year. But if you have Beal, Jimmy Butler, um, 
Who else do they have in Miami? Well, they I would assume of Josh that, that Drogic, however, however you say his name, would be he would be yeah, traded Drogic. though as part of that Drogic. though because he's a big sell. Oh yeah, he would probably have to be traded. Yeah, and I would have, think they would. Trade okay, let's just say by playoff time, Justice you have Winslow Wall. would probably be part of that trade too. Yeah, okay. Justice Winslow's gone this, but you still have James Johnson. Olenek at, at the, um, the front court. I thought Olenek went to. Uh, oh, Bam Adebayo. Didn't Olenek get traded to Dallas as part of that three-team? Tra- oh no, he's still, still there. I guess. Oh, it's. I think he's still there. Yeah. So they got a lot of good role players, but what I'm no. saying is, if you have a backcourt in the East of Wall, Beal, and Jimmy, and they're all healthy, I mean, you could definitely make a run yeah. on the. Finals. And they still have Udonis Haslam. So in the. Um, <laughs> he he's, he's he'll never he'll never leave that organization. I think yeah. he's like he's he's about buddies with Pat Riley <laughs> or something. I mean, yeah, that could be that could be pretty yeah, crazy. Spolstra, yeah, Spolstra's a great coach. You know, he's been there before. Pat Riley's Myers Leonard. On you know, Ooh, they got Myers table. Leonard. Yeah, they picked up Myers Leonard like that. Yeah, I think they're they're. They could make a run at it, and they they see that the East is open. You know, obviously the Bucks are really good, and Giannis is going to be a monster this year again. Probably be MVP, back to back MVPs if he doesn't get hurt. You know, it's like them. The Raptors are kind of falling off. Celtics are like good, but they're not great. Sixers, I think same thing. They're good, but they're not great. Everything has to go perfectly for them to be like great. So the Knicks, you know, kind of trash. Pacers are going to be good. I think the people are going to – Pacers are really good. The Hawks are be a little bit better. Magic is still going to suck. You know, I think they they got a shot. The Wizards are a dumpster fire. Pistons and eh. Hornets are just the worst team in the league. So, like, I think the Cavs are going to be terrible too. So, if, you know, you're looking for a little bit of a long shot and you're a little bit of a gambler like Robbie Gettinger, you know, who goes to the casino at 1 a.m. on a Friday night by himself. Pays Hawks players. Then I would throw a little Pays bit Hawks of – players to do a 50, Yeah, cameos. 50 bucks – on the the heat, forty to one, you know, <laughs> take a shot. But sorry to go on. No, no, I like that. I like that a lot. I I I just heard that. Yeah, and I thought that was going to be a, that would be exciting for the league too. It'd be a good trade for just entertainment yeah. purposes. My dark horses. They would obviously have to give up a lot too to get okay. that. I'm I'm going to give you a couple dark horses. One one like I mentioned before, I'm looking at the odds now. Nets plus thirty three hundred. I mean, is it inconceivable that Durant comes back? I might consult an orthopedist before I make this bet. But yeah, you're gonna have to talk to someone a specialist I again. We need but a I mean, doctor it's on possible. Hand. Also, Celtics plus plus two thousand. Okay. If they can figure it out, if if Tatum and Jalen come back hungry, you know, now that Kyrie's gone and they stop bitching about him and. Yeah. Hayward's going to be healthier, healthier now. And then you also, this. they still have like a war yeah. chest of first round picks that they could flip into somebody. So I, I kind of like, as much as I don't want to hear Bill Simmons like, fucking talk about the Celtics anymore, I kind of like that. I'm loving this. So um, keep going. What about Cantor? They signed Cantor. They drafted yeah. Romeo Langford, Grant Williams. Uh, Carson Edwards. I mean, they got rid of Rozier and Kyrie, which those are the guys who were ruining yeah. the chemistry. Baines. I don't know why they got rid of Baines, but they signed Tice, and they signed this like French big guy, French guy from yeah. who's like a center. So they're getting, they're trying to do like the Spurs theory of like get all these like obscure Europeans to fill out your roster and then draft like a lot of talent. 
and then see what they, you know, what happens up from that, and then keep stockpiling young assets because then if it doesn't pan out, yeah. you can always trade. I, it, I, right? I mean, I like that too. Two thousand. I like I like putting a little money on both yeah. of those. If you're going real, uh, real dark horses, um, this one. I don't know if I even like this one, but but you're already laughing. So I don't think, how about, <laughs> I don't think this how is going to be a good one. How about the T Wolves at plus twenty thousand? Of oh god. Okay. okay. What if what right if they there. get Chris Paul? What if they trade? They're the most likely, I think, suitor for Chris Who Paul. Cares? Who cares Chris if they Paul, get Chris Paul? If they get Chris Paul, it should go to Kat, plus three thousand. Yeah, Chris 000. Paul, Cat, Wiggins. <laughs> Wiggins? Are you kidding me? All right. What about Pe- what about the Pelicans Thibodeau? at plus ten thousand? What if what if Zion? Wait, can you imagine Thibodeau and Chris Paul like clashing? There's no way they're going to get along. They're just going to be yelling Zion at each other the whole time. But Pelican. sorry, what did you say? Plus ten thousand. Zion. Oh, I can get I can get behind the Pelicans. Yeah, I, I can mean, get behind the Pelicans. No way they win the title, but but still. But still, Big fan I'm going to watch well. a lot of Pelicans yeah. this year. I have been playing a little bit of 2K, like I said earlier, and someone so kindly uploads like the 2K rosters. And they apparently just like create every single player in the draft. They created Zion, and I drafted wow. him. And I got to say, based on the 2K ratings, he's a decent shooter, but and he can dunk everything and finish everything and he's a great rebounder and defender but he has like no stamina <laughs> in that game so i don't know if that's going to be realistic yeah. but like he will go for like 3 minutes and he's done he's somebody already. part of the 2k generation so, 2k has a way of translating into real yeah, life it happens pretty often the 2k just the ai is taking over the world and the 2k doesn't stop the 2k it. you know they just we're going to be able to start down. maybe we'll start betting just based on we'll simulate the season in 2k a few times didn't you see that? That's an actual really? thing now. No. Yeah, did you see that no. article? Yeah, they're, okay, so there's going to be... The NBA was testing with this, but I think it's some private company. They are doing the thing where you can bet on simulated oh, that, like yeah. basketball games. Actual simulations. So yeah. it's like, yeah, actual yeah. simulated That's basketball Robbie games. So like you special. watch it. That's a Robbie Ganger special for sure. <laughs> yeah, he can just sit on his balcony, look at the sunset, <laughs> look at the beautiful you know, ocean view. And then, well, meanwhile, he can have a split screen showing the simulated 2K game, and he can have thousands of dollars riding on, like, every single play. Christ. It's going to be amazing. Christ. And then he can Uber Eats food to his house so he doesn't have to yeah, move. he can just have some wine and Uber Eats. And he can order a, you know, home, in-home text massage. Text the group about going to dinner, you know, and nobody there. responds. <laughs> That's the life. Yeah, this is... Really shaping it well. It's shaping it well. 2019, <laughs> it's going to be pretty good. Good to get in your household, hopefully. Hopefully. The rest of the year. Um, well, let's do this. Let's break up this podcast since we're going to talk some football. Let's um, let's call this one. A, I can't let's, wait. Let's, let's do it. Quits and start a new one okay. so that we can split them up so that we're not doing like a two-hour podcast. Absolutely. Right. We've gone on 32 minutes, so we're not we're doing good. But if you want to just keep going, we can just keep rolling. All right. We just keep going. Yeah. All right. So um, every year, basketball for some reason I can remember a lot of what happened last year. Every year with football, I have total amnesia <laughs> of like I forget everything that happened last year. So I have to like go through. I want to go through a recap of some of the things that happened last year, and just just as a reminder. Let's do it. I I want to. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna sit back right. and listen. All right. I'll roll through. Great. So in All in right. the AFC, what happened? 
Mahomes. Mahomes was just God. He had a, an amazing year. He threw over 50 touchdowns. Um, Chiefs, you know, had the best yeah. record in the AFC, 13-3. But then came against that Patriots fucking team in the playoffs <laughs> in the conference championship. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Bill and, they, Belichick. and they had him on the ropes, <laughs> fucking picked off Tom Brady, but um, they were offside. Oh, yeah. Offsides on defense, uh, fucking D yep. Johnson or whatever his name is. Um, offsides, and so they lost in the playoffs after an amazing year. Andy Reid, once again, choke job. Um, really, you know, didn't prepare the team well. Kareem Hunt got kicked out of the off the team for hitting women. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just a nightmare. He got off. He apparently he got off with that yeah. somehow. I don't know now how he's the on the Browns. He's got he's but got an eight game suspension. We'll get to that. Um, Houston and Indy both had big comeback years. Deshaun Jackson came back strong, had a good year. Same with Andrew Luck. Uh, Indy beat Houston in the playoffs, which I forgot. Um, mm-hmm. and, I remember uh, that. Yeah, Andrew Luck killed and, it that game. Indy uh, Indy ended up losing to the Chiefs in the playoffs, but then the charge. Yeah, I was the dumbass that bet on the Colts yep. that game, I remember. L.A. charge. <laughs> I don't the, know why. The, I have no idea why. L.A. charge in the StubHub Center. Went 12-4. and four. Uh, <laughs> I got a Chargers jersey uh, of Bosa, Joey Bosa, who then changed his number this year right after I got his jersey. So thank you, Joey, you dick. And, uh, it's worth and nothing then, now. Nice. And, nice investment. And then they, got, they, they beat the – Ravens in the first round had a great game plan came out, you know, the whole uh, seven D backs in the game. Oh, they're so tricky. And they, they, they beat (laughs) a Ravens team that literally couldn't throw the ball that literally (laughs) Lamar Jackson couldn't throw for his life. So good for you. Um, And barely beat that team. They were uh, on the ropes at the end. Um, and then they just got absolutely – the Chargers just got absolutely demolished by the Patriots, came out, um, set, set oh, yeah. the pressure yeah. spiral for for the rest of the day. Uh, wait, 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 hold on. Uh, Stop real quick. The Chargers tried to do the same exact thing they same did last exact. against the Ravens. Against, against Bill Tom Belichick. Brady, yeah. You forget about Belichick. that part. Yeah, against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Why don't we just do – They did the same exact strategy. they didn't strategy. change yeah. it the entire game. They just kept <laughs> it going. The, the Patriots were scoring at will, and the Chargers were just like, well, this is what we do now. Yeah. Because it worked once. Just, it's Sony Michelle. one time against Lamar Jackson, like, so this is what we do. Yeah. So they just – I remember they just put a fullback in and then just ran it every time. And the Chargers didn't do anything different. And they just got like 10 yards of carry. And it was just game at that point. Yep. But yeah. Okay. What was uh, the next game? The Steelers fell apart uh, with uh, An- Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell were just pouting the whole season. I, they they fell down, like fell apart kind of down the stretch. I don't think it was one singular moment. Um uh, Oh, wait, they didn't no, make they the didn't playoffs. Make the playoffs. Ended up 7-9. Oh, wow. Remember, Baltimore made it. The wild card where it was Indy and, uh, uh, and the Charge. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Jags. Jags had huge expectations going into the year, if you remember. People thought they were going to be like a, a Super Bowl contender after last year's good season. 
And uh, then, <laughs> none Blake of Bortles. that happened. Blake Bortles, once again, absolute shit. Um, his best quality right now is he does a, he, he does a great cameo on uh, Part of My Take. Um, but, uh, but other than that, um, does uh, very little for the league. I don't even know where he is now. Uh, I think he's a backup somewhere, like Cowboys Someone signed him. I, was like, I mean, somebody nice. has to, as a backup. Yeah. Somebody's got to deal with this shit. But, um, but, but Good luck with that. remember at the start of last year, uh, Hugh Jackson was still gainfully employed. Um, and then he, yeah. uh, he decided not to start Baker Mayfield for the first couple games. Cause he was, he felt better about Tyrod Taylor going into, he's now in the chargers. <laughs> he felt better about Tyrod Taylor. Baker Mayfield came in and was immediately just, ow, and just destroyed it. And, uh, yeah, was he was amazing. He was one of the, cool he's going to be lines. like one of the, the top quarterbacks in the league moving forward, assumingly. Um, and then the fucking Patriots somehow just fucking Patriots, the, the league once again. And, and in the most boring Super Bowl, I'll get to the NFC, but Patriots won the most boring Super Bowl ever and just are a bunch of pieces of shit. And yeah. Belichick just did his Belichick thing again. And, and uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about the Patriots. So um, that's pretty much the AFC. And the NFC, the Cowboys, I forgot, actually won their division uh, and a playoff game against the, the C- my Seattle mm. Seahawks yeah. um, here in Seattle. Um, and they, they won a playoff game and then they lost in the second round of the Rams. The Eagles, uh, almost pulled off the Foles magic again, had, um, yeah, they should have Prince, Prince Harry, uh, their quarterback, um, Carson Wentz got hurt and, and they, uh, they pulled in Foles again and he was killing it. He fucking destroyed it. And they decided to go with Prince Harry uh, after losing the Saints in the second round. They they decided Prince Harry's the future here, so they traded uh, Foles to the Jags. So we got a Foles on the Jags uh, storyline going forward. Yeah. That should be fun. I'm excited to see what that how that pans out. Um, the Saints, amazing season, got yeah. fucking screwed. Screwed us out of what would have been a fantastic Super Bowl of Saints Pats. I think that would have been much better than yeah. this Rams. Way Super better. Bowl. And let me interject Please. real quick because that game tilted me so much. I was traveling <laughs> to for, to Switzerland, and I couldn't watch the game. I was on an international flight, and I had Saints to win it all, eighteen to one. I think about one hundred fifty bucks. So it was like to win two grand or something. Jeez. And then. I'm at the airport watching the game, part of the game, and then I get to the. I didn't see the end because I land on. I have a little, you know, flight in between, and I see that play, and I just, I've never been on more tilt in my entire yeah. life. I don't know how they don't call that, or at least do the huddle up thing and talk about it, and then don't call it. They didn't even do that. It was one of the worst calls of our generation. They, yeah, he just runs into him, chucks him with two hands like a high tackle, and he looked guilty. He knew he did a penalty. He couldn't have been but... more right in and front of And it was in New Orleans, too. He couldn't have been too. more right in front of the ref, either. It was The ref was right yeah. there, and it was so blatant. He did it so early. I, I, it's unbelievable that he missed that. 
Just a terrible call. I know. And it was in it was in New Orleans. Usually you never yeah. miss that call at a home game. You know, usually you're supposed to get the benefit of the doubt, especially at, at the end of the games at home and a yeah. critical drive. But to be fair, the, New Orleans had a chance to win. They yep. still went to overtime, I think, and yeah. blew it. Like the interception was, or something. It was so, one like, of those interceptions, though, that was like an act of God where where it it tipped, <laughs> it tipped off of the New Orleans receiver or, or somebody on the Rams and went to a Rams player that was literally laying down on the field, and it went into oh his chest. Yeah. Literally just landed on, on the guy that was laying on the field. Not intentional at all. So it was pretty crazy. But, yeah, the Saints should have driven down and at least got a field goal there or something. And they So they, they did blow they should it. Have, yeah. yeah, that would have been game. Yep. That would have been game. I mean, terrible, terrible ending. But they're apparently going to add the – like coaches challenges here, which will be yeah. interesting to see. Like you can challenge a PI call. It's going to be, so, it's going to be one of those overreactions where now we're going to be like, what the fuck? How many times do we have to stop in the middle of the game to review these things? You know, the NBA has kind of gotten like that too, where you, there's certain, a certain point at the mm-hmm. end of these games where you're like, I don't want to stop every 10 seconds to, to watch a replay. <laughs> can you just make a call and go with it? You know? So I don't know. I don't know if I love it. I didn't like, I would have liked it, obviously, in that situation, but but now we're, you know, hopefully it just we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it doesn't slow the game down too much. But um, then there were two two big surprise teams that came out of nowhere. Uh, the Bears defense was just unbelievable. Um, ended up losing on a Cody Parkey um, like forty yard field goal off the post in a very Bears like fashion. Great gif yeah. of oh, the charger. That was a Chargers esque uh, moment. There's a, right there. there's a great gif of um, the Chicago Bears mascot falling down as it goes off the upright. And uh, but but their trade um, for Khalil Mack was just like couldn't have gone better. Um, Trubisky goes yeah. way back and forth between like he'll throw six touchdowns and then be awful and throw three interceptions the next game so still no idea how to really rate him don't trust him at all i don't know if they're going to be able to replicate the kind of success they had on defense this year but if they can they could be really good i don't think they made any big offseason moves but they were a huge surprise last year i'm kind of looking at them as a possibility to regress to be honest um mm-hmm. yeah i was i could see that and then uh the uh, the Vikings and Packers regressed a little bit this year. Um, Vikings went eight seven and one, missed the playoffs. Uh, still had a decent season, but but were their their switch at quarterback um, to um, to what's his face Cousins, Cousins was not great as many could have predicted from Washington. Um, Cousins looked. They lost Cook, though, too, early yeah, in the year. Cook went down. That yeah. sucked. Um, so, I don't know. Didn't didn't love them this year. Don't love them next year. Um, and then the Packers, 6-9-1. and one. Aaron Rodgers was was struggling, kind of hurt most of the year. And and McCarthy's out now, finally. Took him out. But that was the – that was actually I, – I meant to mention this when we talked about the Cowboys, but uh, – but they're somehow stuck with more Jason Garrett because of that, because of getting be just good enough 
to get to the second round and lose in the second round. Now they're stuck with Jason Garrett for at least another year. They got the Clappers. Clappers still, coming yeah. back. So they, they, it sounds like they're stuck with the Clappers. I know. Life. I know. It's, it, I mean, it sucks. Everyone, everyone that's not a Cowboys fan, like, knows he's not a great coach. Yeah. But somehow they just keep, keep him around every year. Yep. So that's, that's, that's the, the recap. recap. All right. So who who do you like well, this year? So then let me go through a couple of um, besides a couple of big options. Okay, go ahead. So Odell Beckham Jr., Kareem Hunt going to the Browns. So Kareem Hunt's out for eight games uh, because of aforementioned kicking of women, um, which I, I can't believe that this is the system that that the so he gets in trouble for for kicking women, then the Chiefs cut him immediately, which is like the the you know, right move, like, okay, you know, get rid of this guy, you know, he's trouble or, you know, the, the league office is going to come down. People are going to be pissed off about it, but then the, the Browns can just sign him. And like, there's no, you know, downside to it other than he's out for a couple games. I doesn't make sense. Yeah. What a great... <laughs> it's just, I had no idea. Yeah. I, it doesn't feel like you get punished much there uh, for, for it or you know like the browns shouldn't be able to just swoop in you know it should be like if if he gets punished then the Chiefs should have like a first right to a refusal or something like that i don't know it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me um it seems yeah it, it seems like you just should claim everyone who cares about their background and just see yeah. if it works out now you know like tyree kill yeah. for example like he just got like recused nothing happened to him after all this stuff of him like beating women or whatever all the stuff he's done so now he's a free agent and anyone can sign him like i don't really understand yeah. what's gonna happen to him because doesn't the commissioner have like some sort of list that can put players on where oh, they yeah. can't sign yeah i thought cream Hunt would yeah, be on that think, list you know so. um josh gordon's on that list the commissioner's exempt list for smoking weed yeah for smoking know? weed so it, yeah it, it's, they don't whatever. they don't do a good job yeah. of setting rules and sticking to them but um, anyways, uh, Le'Veon Bell to the Jets got way overpaid. Somehow that holdout ended up working out. I really thought at the end of that thing, at first I was kind of rooting for it. By the end of it, I was just thinking, wow, he's going to get screwed over by this whole thing. Um, somehow the Jets were stupid enough to, to give him like $50 million, um, and a lot of guaranteed money. I don't hate it. Really? I don't for hate it. Back? For, the, for the Jets? For the Jets, I don't hate it. I mean, they just... They need some like spark. They need some. Yeah. Well, apparently they're. They, I think they got Darnold. They like they like him. Their their they need a running back. And their coaching staff didn't agree because their GM got fired over it. Um, oh so, bam. That's yeah. That's weird. Apparently, he wasn't keeping Adam Gase in like, the loop enough, and he didn't. Adam Gase didn't like it. Are you really gonna? But like, are they just really gonna roll out like Bilal Powell for the tenth straight year? <laughs> I mean, like, you got to do something different. It's, it's, it's getting it's ridiculous. Aiko drafts Blau Powell in the freaking 12th round every year. <laughs> and, he, and he gets, like, the same this stats. Is the like, thing. Bunch this of is catches. the thing, though, is you look at what – Le'Veon is one of the best five running backs in the league, or he was. He's getting older. He, now he's, like, 27. He just lost a year. You know, I don't know that running backs stay, you know, keep their their stamina just because they don't play for a year because they're still getting older. Um, so he's like 27 years old starting this contract. So he's going to be real old by the time this thing's over. And then 
with him being out this year, the Steelers didn't lose much on the running game. I mean, yeah, he was a better pass catcher, yeah. but Connor yeah. killed it. Like they really, it was like a, it was such an fu to to Le'Veon because Connor was so good this year. Yeah, those Connor players are impressive. everywhere. You find a fucking third round running back and run for like twelve hundred yards, you know. And I just don't think running has the impact it used to. Now I I look, you want a guy that can catch balls out of the backfield, so Le'Veon's good for that. And then you want a guy that can get like a third and one or fourth and one or fourth and goal, you yeah. know, run it in. Well, and well. And yeah, blocking, blocking, right? Blocking, blocking. That's true. But you can find those guys, yeah. you know. So, so Le'Veon to the Jets, it probably won't impact, you know, that much anyways. I don't think Darnold's that great. He throws a lot of picks, and he did going back to college. So, I don't think unless he gets a lot better, he's not – I don't think going to be that great. And then the Raiders uh, traded for Antonio Brown and picked up Tyrell Williams. So, still don't know if I'm uh, – Big on the Raiders, but at least I guess they had to do something after all the shit that Gruden took last year for trading Khalil Mack and and for how shitty they were. He traded Khalil Mack and then complained all year about how they don't have a pass rush. So, <laughs> the irony of irony. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see them on yeah. hard knocks. Because it just seems like... They get these good players. They don't really like build a team. They just like get like to get individual yeah. talents. Like, they don't like know what they're doing yeah. in general. As most teams seem like, like they're in that same. Yeah, like let's just <laughs> let's just get like Saquon Barkley and then call it a day. Yep. Right. And, like, so you mentioned to me at the end. Let's talk. Let's talk some odds. Uh, I've got it in front of me for the Super Bowl. You talked to me last yeah. year about your theory on on picking Super Bowl winners. And that's, you want to bet the long odds earlier in the season and then the short odds later in the season because it turned out that all the, you know, a lot of the favorites fell off and there were all these like middle teams that ended up having great odds at the end that you could have picked up early on. So I'm looking at it right now. All yep. the hype has been around the Browns because of those couple pickups, but they're still totally unproven. They are 16 to one. So it's not like, I guess Vegas still isn't totally sold. Who's their coach? Who's their coach? I know. Um, (laughs) That's for sure. It's like some some college guy, right? Kyle, uh, or nephew Kyle, can you look that up? Um, Freddie Kitchens. (laughs) Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. Okay, okay. So he's yeah. basically a no name. I remember Greg okay. Williams took over for Hugh last okay, year. Okay, well let let me clarify let me clarify the theory. I don't I don't know if this is true obviously in all cases, but just based on I did some futures bets last year before the year started and one of those ones I got I did I kinda did a spray and pray. But one of those ones I got was the Saints at like eighteen to one or like twenty five to one or something like that. Mm-hmm. So but like basically the good those val- deep value picks, they slowly go down over time. Whereas if you're going to take like the Patriots in the game year, they're going to be four to one. And then they're just going to fluctuate from like four to one to like seven to one to 10 to one, but they're not going to really go up that much. So like the most value I think is just getting like almost doing like value investing or value picking where you get a team you think that has a good chance of being a contender and that can at least make a run on the one or two seed in one of the conferences. Yep. Then they're going to go down significantly. And if they make the Super Bowl, then you can hedge a 25 to one. You know, versus just you know whatever. what I would look at. You know, like what a I minus would look 200. at this year would be see if we can find some teams 
that are of good value, like you said, that I, I think what people fall in love with is the offense. And I don't think it works quite the same as the NBA where, you know, like the best player is going to win it all. So like Kansas city right now is six to one Patriots are six to one. Um, they're the top yeah. two, but like, I don't know if I want to fall in love with Mahomes, even though he's amazing as just like, he's going to automatically get there. Cause who knows where their defense goes. They lost um, Justin Houston this off season. They picked up the, the DN from the Seahawks um, Clark. Uh, but Okay. Yeah, they overpaid yeah. him, I think. But like, if, are are there any defenses oh. that we could? I mean, I did mention the Bears, fourteen to one. If if they could okay, run yeah, it back, Bears. I you know they they do have a shot of that. Same with the Chargers, eighteen to one. <laughs> okay, the ones I like are Chargers eighteen. I like the Eagles defense. Yeah. Okay. But do you like and... Carson Wentz? I do like Carson Wentz. I had him on my fantasy team last year. I'm actually year. a Carson fucking dog shit. Literally, well, fantasy wise, yeah. Fucking dog shit. I would have rather had fucking Tyrod Taylor than Carson Wentz last year. At least then I would know not to, not to count on him. <laughs> not to start him. <laughs> I, I'm a Carson Wentz apologist. I think he's great. Um, you know, I just love the story coming from the like Division two or three school and. Him just winning at every level. And he was amazing his, his, like, rookie year. He just got hurt last year. He's a little bit too, like, reckless with his mm-hmm. runs. He didn't really, you know, I feel like Lamar Jackson, that might happen to Lamar Jackson this year where he just, like, runs too much and just gets hurt. I'm going to give you two. I'm um, going to give you two those, I'm looking at. Okay, go ahead. The, the yeah. Houston Texans at 30-1. to 30-1. to one, okay. I mean, for a team that made the playoffs, Deshaun Jackson's still supposedly getting better. You know, Hopkins is great. They've got a really good defense. J.J. Watt, you know, Clowney, all the good stuff on defense. Um, was their defense good, though? They, they were solid, sure. at least. You know, J.J. Watt was an animal. Um, yeah, but they couldn't stop Andrew Luck in the yeah. playoff games. Yeah. The game, that oh. game, which was concerning. concerning. But I think they had some injuries over the year and stuff. But, but that was one. Two, yeah. mentioned these okay. guys earlier, but, but – can we count out the Jacksonville Jaguars forty to one? Foles? You might as well just are you light sure? that on fire. Are you sure? Money on fire. And um, who's the running back there that was hurt all of last year? Um, Fournette. Fournette. And like, I guess they don't really have any wide yeah, receivers. Who... Yeah, no one to throw to. Yeah, who are the wide receivers? Who's they their got, coach? They could have a good like, defense. Foles is Foles going to be healthy? Is Foles going to be healthy all year? I don't year? know. He stayed healthy. Know. You're the, so. the Carson Wentz apologist over here. He's the guy that gets hurt every year. Foles is the guy staying healthy. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, think I, hope, they, I hope so. They I brought like back Foles. Doug Marone as the coach, though, right? Doug Marone's pretty solid. Okay. Ah. We'll keep that clip. We'll keep that clip of you saying Doug Marone's <laughs> solid. <laughs> nephew Cal, nephew Cal. I also, I also I can't totally write off the uh, – the, the, the Niners at forty to one. Jimmy G, you get a little Jimmy okay. G love in here. That would be a yeah, fun most, bet, at least. You know, I don't know if it'll pay off. Yeah, most handsome man. But so yeah, okay. So you're talking about real fun. I'm talking. Man. I mean, what about the Panthers? Fifty to one. Panthers. I'm Titans, 60 Panthers sixty to one. I mean, sixty to one. I yeah, I like I mean, the Panthers there. Cam. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would be I would be more interested in taking a couple of those teams. Like, I could see just as easily as the 
Indianapolis Colts being 12 and four. I could see the Jacksonville Jaguars or San Francisco 49ers being 12 and four. Like, you know, I don't think that those teams are, are a sure thing. You know, if you're, I think if you're trying to put really just smart money, then yeah, maybe you look at like the saints, um, you know, or what about the Falcons? Falcons? Yeah. I just fucking Matt Ryan. How many times can we do this? Um, yeah, Colts. Colts, Colts are pretty scary. scary this year. I could, I could, I could see the Colts. I don't think I'm not. Like I'm not Colts. putting money on the Packers. I'm not taking that fourteen to one. I just Aaron Rodgers no, no. is not good enough to lead that team. You know, so yeah, Steelers, Vikings. Vikings. Like I said, there's no way in hell you could take this clip, Nebby Kyle. No way in hell that. Kirk Cousins is leading that Vikings team to the Super Bowl. Put it, put it in right. So, okay, so is is Kirk Cousins ever going to win a Super Bowl, or make Never. it? Let's say make Never. it to the Super Bowl. I don't even think he's going to make Never. it out of like the first round. <laughs> like, okay, I, you heard, heard it here, first. ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. I'm out. I kind of think that okay. One of my sleeper picks. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think the Steelers are going to be yeah. good this year. I don't know why everyone's so down on the Steelers. They got the Ewing theory behind them with Le'Veon gone now. They know James Conner is legit. Big Ben's got a chip no on Antonio his shoulder. Antonio Brown, though. AB a- is gone, which is – that's the Ewing theory. Le'Veon and AB gone. Uh, Juju is going to be going off this year. I don't know. Juju is going to be 2,000 yards. I think I'm out on this one. 120 catches. I, I, do like, I do like Juju a lot, and I think he's great. I just – I don't think – Big Ben's as good great, as he was. Great like, I think Big Ben's gotten too reliant on – he's been able to just toss it deep to Antonio Brown and Juju and and just get them to make the play. Without Antonio Brown, you just are going to have everybody loaded up on Juju. You know, the whole defense is going to be shifted towards him. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm a little – Like at Jesse James. I would, I, <laughs> or, no, who's that guy that stiff arm like, everyone to the ground? Their tight end. Um Keith. Vance McDonald. Yeah. He was pretty nice. Jesse James. I don't know. I just think the Steelers in that division, I wouldn't count them out. The Browns, everyone's on the Browns, and yeah, the the Ravens, I don't I have no idea if they're gonna be any good. Okay. Well let's let's move on. I want to do just a minute of uh of charge talk. Okay. <laughs> Can you give me okay. that? Charge, charge corner. corner. Um Okay. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's let's hear the rundown. About what, rivers. We'll what call, uh, what happened call. this offseason? What happened? To, okay. <laughs> ripping about rivers. Ripping, ripping rivers. Okay. Uh, very little happened this offseason. Uh, let's see. That they, they, uh, Rivers is coming back. Uh, Melvin Gordon is, um, threatening a holdout. So, of course, we get one good year out of Melvin Gordon before he's ready to hold out. And you know that they're going to, they're going, they're going to give in and give him a big contract and he's going to get hurt like game fucking two. Um, got to pay him though. Do you, you got to pay This him. goes back to my, I guess this is our, we've got a, a, a difference in opinion over paying running backs. I think you just don't pay running backs. Like unless they're like, I don't even know if there's, more than three guys in the league. I think, um, what's his face? Gurley 
really showed why you don't pay a running back because Gurley was so amazing all year, and then he's now he's he was hurt. Though. Like I guess he's got he didn't stop playing. He just got like tendonitis or something. But now they their cap is going to be fucked with with how much they're paying him. I don't know. I'm worried about him. So you wouldn't pay any? Who would you? Okay, who would you pay as a running back right now? Of anyone, let's say we're right now, who would you pay as a running back? Okay, let me think about this for two seconds. Um, like well, that's worth their current salary or slash like whatever. Well, there are some deals out there. Okay. There are some deals out there for sure. But you got to look at like some of the best ones in the league are like okay, sorry. Nick Chubb, like. Look how fucking good. Like, I don't even think okay. Hunt is going to be great for the Browns because Nick Chubb's so good. Like, okay, okay, never mind. Let yeah. me rephrase. Let's just say you're starting a yeah. team today. Who are the top three running backs that you would sign if you're starting a team? Or would you just lowball it and just get the mid tier? Yeah, I would. I would for sure go for mid tier in that department. But so if I'm okay, if, if you're looking at like the best guys in the league. The ones that I would consider paying would be um, Zeke, which the Cowboys are, the Cowboys are trying not to pay him, which I don't know. Like it kind of goes both ways, but Zeke's pretty great. Saquon Barkley, for sure. He's the guy that's Mm -hmm. worthwhile because he can catch the ball so well. Yeah. Um, And then Christian McCaffrey, another guy that can catch the ball, get in the end zone. Um, Outside of those three guys, I don't know if there's anybody that I'm really trying to to uh, to pay a lot of money to. What about Kamara? Oh, I forgot about Kamara. I love Kamara. I mean i I pay him. <laughs> I pay him some good money, but he's he's like almost a receiver. Yeah. You know, he almost doesn't fit the mold of a traditional running back. He's like where running backs are headed. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like but I still don't. I still don't like feel great about paying even a guy like Kamara like sixty million and putting all your cap money into that. Yeah. Okay, so we know that you are gonna fade some running backs yeah. in fantasy this yeah. year. So, anyways, Chargers, Chargers, <laughs> um, okay. didn't really Chargers. pick up a lot. So they lost Ty Williams. We're getting back Mike Williams, who finished off the season real strong. Keenan Allen, great year. Um, Get back uh, Hunter Henry, missed all of last year. So those should be some good additions. The offensive line comes back pretty much the same, was decent, not amazing all year. Um, so, you know, the offense is going to be pretty similar with just a little bit of extra boost to it. Um, on defense, get a couple middle linebackers back. I liked the draft, um, picking up uh, – they got Jerry, they, get? they got uh, D tackle from Notre Dame Jerry Tillery um, with, in the first round, which I I love. I'm a huge proponent of you win games at, at the defensive line and offensive line, and so like those are great draft picks to go for. Um, and the Chargers could have like the best D line in the league if if it all comes together right. If you got Ingram Bosa, this guy, um, Mebane. Oh man, that could be an amazing defensive line. And then picked up a safety yeah. in the second round, Nasir Adderley, um, which they needed. If you know, they've got um, uh, what was the their amazing safety's name? I, this is what it happens every football season. I forget everybody. Um, but uh, but they they picked up a second safety, 
They picked up an offensive tackle in the third round, which is good. They need that. And then a linebacker in the fourth round. Um, backup quarterback doesn't really matter. Third stringer. Um, and then another linebacker. They're, and they're boosting the defense, yeah, basically. They went another linebacker, another D tackle. Because that's what killed them. That's why they went with the, the seven-man you know, D-back rotation, I think, was that they just ran out of middle linebackers. It's like we get nobody to throw at you. Um, yeah, that whole core was hurt last year. So, um, you know, should be interesting to see. And we did lose officially Jason Verrett. I forget where he went, but he signed somewhere else. Oh, yeah. But it's not like he ever played for the Chargers. So, you know. Injury problem, yeah. Do. So you got any predictions? You got a record prediction this year? I think the Vegas over-under. And we'll, and we'll do a pod with with this later, you know, as the season, season comes up. But for the charge, what are you predicting for I the record? I would say 11-win season um, is is probably within so, – you know, like, like they could do better. But knowing the Chargers and the way they play, they'll blow a couple games that they should win. They've got a pretty tough schedule. Uh, look at the – the schedule they've got Colts, Lions, Texans, Dolphins. That's a pretty easy start, actually. That's not too I bad. mean, Colts, Colts, and Texans are going to be tough. So I think they're basically playing the, the AFC East and the AFC South, or there, or they play the NFC um, awesome. North. Ooh, is they'll play the, so Packers? play the Packers, Bears, Vikings, Packers, Vikings, Lions. Lions. Ooh, that Lions. Well, lions are lions are trash. Yeah, we don't need to talk about them. <laughs> yeah, they're so bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's charge shock. That's riffing about rivers. Um, I guess we'll. Uh, all right. So it looks like the the defense is going to be all new, and then or mostly new, and then we're going to have some basically the same offense. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Pretty much the same offense. If if Melvin. Ends the holdout. Not who are you going to put in? Like Eckler. Eckler? Fucking Eckler and that one Jackson or whatever that guy's name was that came in that played okay. Oh, yeah. Justin, Justin Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. So we'll see. We got one game in Mexico City this year against the Steelers. Should be interesting. Might have to attend. Um, and they play first game of the year is against the first Colts. First game of the year, yes, the Colts. Week one at home. Colts and Chargers are favored. Minus three. First game. Yeah. Line's already out. Should we wow. put some money on? I don't know. I kind of like the Colts there. Nothing better than betting against the Chargers. And the Chargers. It's kind of Chargers fun. will come out to like a 50 to nothing lead if you bet against them. Always <laughs> happens. Yeah, they're very, they're very uh, sporadic. They have great games and they just shit yeah. the bed. Well, all right. We'll save some football for when it gets closer. People, our 33 listeners have probably tuned out by now, but uh, we thank you once again, right. House Beer, for sponsoring the podcast. Yep. Uh, PFA, keep on thank you, microdosing sponsors. your your House Beer, and uh, we are excited to get into football season. Thank you, Kevin. All right. Yep. All right. Sounds great. All right. Thanks, Peace out. Peace.